back to Dad's Capecast. I'm your host, Dave Rosales. And this week I wanted to touch back on a subject that I said I was going to retouch, which uh, is management, supervisors and stuff like that of such, you know what I mean? And let me just preface this uh, or, you know, say off the top of the bat that uh, that I've always been very grateful for working with certain people and jobs that I've had and the opportunities that have been given to me throughout the years, you know what I mean? Um, having said that, (laughs) I've had some bosses, uh, management, you know, um, not that I wouldn't really call, uh, leaders or they, they had certain qualities. Some of them did. And other ones, you know, I don't even know how the fuck they got in the position that they were in. You know, they, they pulled one over on somebody, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, I've had, I've had quite a, I have a wide array, a wide skill set, right? So I've done a lot of jobs throughout my life. Um, I like to think of myself as a jack of all trades, you know what I mean? I do uh, enough, um, I'm pretty proficient with a lot of jobs and tools, you know what I mean? So anyways, um, yeah, so. Let's see. There was a couple stories that were coming through my head, and, and I got a lot of fucking stories, you know. And but let me let's just start off with uh, this one. There was a a coworker of mine. Now me and him didn't really get along, but it was at a paint store. I used to work at a paint store, and uh, they ended up bumping him up to be like a assistant manager. You know what I mean? He was there. He had been there for a while. He was kind of a younger guy, but me and him really didn't see eye to eye with a lot of stuff. And it had to do with like our upbringing, you know what I mean? Like he, you know, it was more like a hood thing. So, but anyways, we didn't really get along that great. So he got promoted and he was put in charge to open up the store uh, on a weekend. So I had shown up and I was waiting for the store to open the, the time to open the store had come up and it was like seven in the morning. Um, and it was, no, no, I think, yeah, I think it was about seven o'clock in the morning on a Saturday or a Sunday. I think it was a Sunday. And, uh, I was there waiting to work. You know what I mean? So I see him driving up real fast cause he's late. Um, and it's like store's supposed to open at seven. It's like seven, 10, seven, 15. And we got painters and stuff like, tradesmen that are there to pick up you know equipment paint brushes stuff like that to to go to the job sites or in the morning to pick up some stuff for the next day you know they always show up early you know they're early people so i was there already kind of waiting on them or whatnot and i think it was me him and one other guy and so he shows up all in the fucking rush and panic and and opens up the store real fast Let's everybody come in, you know, you know, uh, me and the other guy were employees. So we go in with them, help them out. And he lets everybody else come in with us. 
and I'm helping some customers out. Now the I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast before, but he, the our safe was in the middle of the floor of one of the aisles. So it wasn't even in the manager's office or in the back room or nothing like that. It was like in the middle of the actual store. You know, it was one of those safes that it's on in the floor. Um key and everything, you know. And so what he ended up fucking doing is he opened up the thing, took out the bag that he needed, left it open, ran back to the to the cash registers, opened some up, and then when he went back, someone had taken the weekend's take because it you know hadn't been Monday yet, so they hadn't take all the money to the bank yet, and somebody took the bag that was in there, which was pretty much you know all the cash that was for the whole fucking weekend checks and shit that was all taken right so he started freaking the fuck out you know and there was a good seven eight people that were in there and we don't know who walked in and walked out we didn't know we couldn't accuse anybody you know what i mean so he didn't know if to call the cops or what so he was panicking i'm like i was like i i don't know dude i've been helping out people it had nothing to do with me you know what i mean so he started freaking out and i'm like well just call the manager you know to the other guy the main guy and at that point he was like well i think he felt like well i'm fucked i'm fired you know what i mean i fucked this up so bad so he looked at me and he goes <laughs> he started he started getting uh aggressive towards me not because of what happened but because if he figured he was gonna get fired he might as well fight me at the same time you know what i mean and at that point i was just laughing i'm like that has nothing to do with me. You're already in trouble. You got your own shit going. He's like, what's up, David? What's up now? You know, and I'm like, uh-uh. You ain't dragging my ass down with you. I didn't do this shit, you know? I was just like, you're already in trouble. He's panicking. Um, So, yeah, he tried to fight me just because he figured he was going to get fired anyway. So, he wanted to fight. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not going down with that fucking ship. So, yeah, it was like that was just the story and uh the next time i saw him he was in a fucking wheelchair you know like lost like and he wasn't a big guy he had lost like 60 70 fucking pounds this guy like lost he was he looked like a cancer victim you know like he was withering away and i think it was just stress and shit that whatever the fuck they put him through and uh then around the same time i was working also working at that one place with the uh installation of audio audio and video installation which i already said that story back in the episode 17 you know uh audio video and then uh then i also worked for a lady that was a owner operator and i like how i said before is like owner operators they have a lot more stress on them you know what i mean it's their business they need to make it work so they're a lot more harsher on what they what they want from somebody you know and I understand it, you know what I mean? Like I said, I've always appreciated every opportunity I got to work with a lot of people. And they've taught me a lot, you know. So I'll just say that off the bat. But there was also instances, which I'm talking about now, that kind of... It's like, hey, man, you're kind of going off the fucking deep end here. You need to relax. But uh, there was this other company, owner-operator. It was a lady. I think she was ex-military. Or she acted like it. I think she said she might have been like ex-army or something. But anyways, 
uh, this place I used to work, I used to run a, well, I did just about everything and we made signs. We made signs, uh, all kinds of signs. We made, um, the sticker kind, you know, like decals, uh, banners. We did shit all the way down to <clears throat> not business cards, but we did like, if you ever go into a hospital and there's like a little plaque and it's a certain color and on and then there's like exit this way and then it's got like a little map and it's on white you know like the the lines are whiter or let's say it's like a plastic plaque and it's got somebody's name in it in white and it's a certain color and it looks like you know uh like it was painted behind there and then you know what i mean anyways um i used to make those also and then we used to make uh stuff with clear plexiglass and you know band in shape and torch it so it was nice and not foggy but like crystal clear so i used to do that stuff right and my job there was i used to run uh on the computer i would program a laser now this laser was it was a real it was like legit fucking laser to where I could just like burn through wood like it could legitly just like real powerful smoke the shit out of it and you know uh, cut cut pieces out with laser anyways uh, I used to I used to run that m machine and it was just a computer and a small little laser um, you put in your, your material in there and you program the computer to the power and how many passes it would do and then it would you know laser it out so anyways, uh, this lady, she was, like I said, owner operator. So she took the orders, did the orders. She just needed some help. And I was the one that was there helping her. Well, anyways, uh, she would, it was almost like she was bipolar because as soon as I showed up and I, and I was young, you know, and she was like, Hey, I'm going to get you some shirts. So you look, you know, a certain way when you're here at work, she's like, I want you to wear the shirts when you're here and it wasn't like a work shirt it was more like a not a dress shirt but it would button up um and it was in a certain color she just bought me like a whole bunch of different colors but they were all button ups long sleeve shirts so she was real nice that way and one day i was like hey so how do i take lunch and break at a certain time or how, how are we doing this? And she goes, look, just tell me whenever you're going to go to lunch. I'm like, okay, fine. And I was going to go to lunch one day. And I, I walked up to her and I go, uh, hey, just so you know, I'm going to I'm going to go to lunch. And at like two o'clock, I'm going to go to lunch. And I don't know if she was having a bad day or what, but she just looked at me and she goes, oh, you're telling me or are you asking me like, which one are you doing? I was like, uh, I guess I'm asking. And she's like, yeah, that's fine. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm doing what you told me to do, you know? Just let you know whenever the fuck I wanted to take my lunch. And that was cool. And I took it. Like, I wasn't, like, leaving when I was super busy. It was, like, I waited. And I was like, oh, you know, slowing down. And it, and it wasn't, like, it wasn't, like, a super busy at a mall type deal. It was, like at a warehouse and you had to know 
where you would going and like the people would show up and they would have big orders you know it wasn't one of those like people would just walk in from the street and like hey what's going on here oh okay let me let me get a sticker or something it wasn't like that it was like this place you went there because you looked out for a decal shop that could do your order like for a for a banner for your business you know what i mean so it wasn't like it was people in and out you know but anyways um yeah she was like real back and forth with her attitude and i was just like oh jesus christ but anyways those are the light ones you know what i mean um i also had another super shit i've had a lot um i also had uh another supervisor where i was okay yeah i was at this place for for a couple years right for several years and I was going out for, or I applied for uh, a management position. Okay. I was there for a couple of years when I did this and I was pretty well-rounded in what I wanted, what I was doing. So I wanted to step up and, and become part of the management team. Right. So I put my name in the hat and they were going to do interviews and all that. So, um, one day I was doing my job and all of a sudden I see, the main manager like the the superintendent the plant manager the, the head honcho the biggest guy in the plant not not a corporate guy but like in the plant he was the one in charge and i see him jump on a fork truck with now this is a place that you need a protective equipment so you need a hard hat earbuds steel toe boots long sleeve shirt pants glasses gloves arm guards like those are all the protective equipment you needed to be out on the floor okay um due to the material that we're working in you could get cut and sliced up pretty easily so i saw that main guy without any of that he had shorts on no glasses no earplugs no hat or bump cap no gloves no arm guards uh i think he had shorts on no steel toe boots jump on a on a fork truck and just like willy-nilly go and pick up some stuff and he threw it on the back of his truck that was also and we were in operation right so it wasn't like a off time where nobody was up we we're actually working and uh so i i saw this right so i was like what the fuck's going on like why, why would he do that you know we're not supposed to do that that shit like if he was to see somebody else doing that oh he would fire him immediately. He would be like, you know, I can't believe you fucking did that. How could you do that? You broke so many fucking rules, you know? So I was just like, oh my God, what the fuck's going on? What the hell's? why is he doing it? You know? And at the same sense, I'm like, okay, well, it's, he's just throwing something onto his truck. Um, and then the more I kind of thought about it, I was just like, is this kind of a test? You know what I mean? To see if, I have the balls to to go up to him and tell him, hey, man, you, what you were doing is wrong. Uh, you shouldn't do that, even though, you know what I mean? That Those are the house rules. Those are the plant rules. Why would you do that, you know? So what I did is I wrote a report, which we were supposed to do, wrote a report. And I decided to ask one of the other managers. And they go, well, fuck it, take it up to him. You know what I mean? You did the report, take it up to to him. 
he's the main guy in the plant. You know, it's about him. Uh, go ahead and do it. So I said, fuck it. Fine. You know, so I went and did it. I went up to him. I, I you know, caught him when he was walking alone. I go, hey, man, check this out. I wrote up this report because this is what I saw. I saw you do this. Um, I know I'm going for the management position and whatnot. And now that I think about it, maybe that's why I never fucking got a manager position in that place. But I go, this is what I saw. Uh, you know, do with it what you will. You know, I. it's not like you're going to fire yourself, you know. Um, so what he, he go, he looked at me straight in the eye and he kind of smiled and he goes, look, David, I'll tell you this right now. Everybody that works here. I'm I'm responsible for them, me. Okay, and I go okay, you, that's fine. And he goes, if if I didn't do it when I did it, I would have done it during the weekend when nobody was fucking here. So he's just admitting to me that he would have broke all the rules that he would have fired somebody over in a split second, right? And I was like, okay, you know that's fine. You know I just figured I'd bring it up to you. I don't want to make a big deal. You know if you think it's okay, it's okay. Whatever you know. Uh, you're the boss, whatever, you know, and this is a corporate thing. So they got rules and regulations, you say, right? So when I saw, uh, you know, what I figured was, okay, well, he's the boss, you know, he walks on water and he can't do no wrong. And, you know, if something was to almost cut him or fall on him, it's not going to hurt him because he's a member of management. And he's got this fucking force around him that's going to prevent him from getting killed. So when he told me that, I was like, okay, you know, it's whatever. It is what it is. And the thing that kind of just, it, it, it made me look at this fucking guy in a, in a new light. And, and it's just kind of one of those where somebody's ego is so fucking big that they can't see that they're doing something wrong and my shit don't stink but I'll judge you as much as I fucking want to is the next meeting that we had. And this next meeting, I, it was two days later, like two working days. You know what I mean? Like he wasted no fucking time on this meeting. Um, and we had those meetings like every week. So it was nothing new, but the subject about it was as soon as he said it, I was just like, Oh my God, what the fuck? Um, he goes safety safety is our number one priority it's the biggest thing in 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 manufacturing plants and our uh, our plants no exception uh it doesn't matter who you are we're all held to the same standards and no one is above safety it doesn't matter if you're corporate if you're management if you're the newest guy on the floor you're all subject to our safety rules and and I was just watching him fucking say this shit with such like vindiction. Like he was his his honor was so like I've never fucking done this shit, but I had seen him fucking do it like a week prior or not even a week. You know, I talked to him two days prior, but I saw him do it like five days prior. You know what I mean? And for him to be up there and fucking just like doing his little speech like he had never fucking broken a rule and um he's such a fucking good worker and all this shit and he's never fucking you know he'll 
it was just one of those things where I was just like, <clears throat> my mouth was open. You know what I mean? I was just like dumbfounded that he's up there just doing this, knowing that he just fucking did that shit. And he's up there saying that nobody's above the safety rules because everybody could get fucking injured. But yet he looked straight in my eye and he told me I would have done this exact same shit if it would have been on a weekend. And if nobody would have been there, I would have done exactly the same fucking thing. So deep down, he does not believe actually he believes is better than everybody else. And he's like one of those bad cops, you know what I mean? Where uh, they think that the laws don't apply to them or you know what I mean? They, they have more freedoms. So, so yeah, that was another time when, um, one management, he was just like, you know, blatantly fucking did some shit. And then all of a sudden it was like, I'm going to be on my high horse. And, and, uh, if anybody does something like that, then, you know, he pretty much fired, you know what I mean? which made me look at him in a whole new fucking light. And then there was another guy um, where his fucking ego just didn't let him be wrong. You know what I mean? Uh, He was a younger guy, or he still is a younger guy. And uh, I had seen this guy, like I worked with him before he got his management position. Um, And I had seen these guys like, well, it was a group of them, you know what I mean? But I saw this main one I'm talking about. Uh, his ego was so big. Like, he bullshitted his way into the position that he was in. He was ill-equipped. He has no bedside manners. He, you know, always fucking lies. And since he has a position, even though he's lying, like, you, you can't really... You can kind of call him out on his bullshit. But when you do, he gets real defensive and one way or another he's telling the truth or he's not lying or he's correct in what he's saying you know what I'm saying there's always fucking something where uh, where his ego won't let him be wrong so this guy um, like I work with the guy like side by side and I had seen this guy do like some real dangerous stuff you know what i mean like where where if he was to fall off of whatever he was doing um he'd surely break a fucking bone you know what i mean or there was like mandates that he would go during meetings and be like well you can't fucking do this anymore and put down his foot and be mr shake your head you know when he's talking to you and shake his finger in front of you type shit um but then on the the very same day or the next day, he's doing exactly the same shit that he, he said you're not supposed to be fucking doing. But then when you call him out on it, he's like, well, I didn't see nothing. And he'd walk away. But then if he saw you doing something, all of a sudden it was a fucking issue. You know what I mean? It's like lead by example, motherfucker. You're not even you're you're trying to be a boss. You're not a fucking leader. You know what I mean? You're not leading by example. and You're not being very you know truthful. Your dignity is just like out the fucking window. You're pretty much you have no no tienes palabra you know what I mean you got no word you know um and then there was uh how do I let's see fuck with that guy <laughs> that guy he was not good in a position of power like he could do his job just fine but when his job is being in charge of other people 
it's it, it's no good. You know what I mean? It's like getting a fucking doctor or a nurse with no fucking bedside manners. It's just, you know, you need that. That's kind of a coarse bit of being in that position. And this guy being in management, he didn't have like his ego and the fact that he can never be wrong uh, hindered his credibility with the people that, you know, um, that worked under him and the amount of shit that people would talk behind his back. I mean, nobody fucking likes him or liked him more. Fuck. I'm sure he's still in his position. I'm sure people that work under him don't like him still, you know, the shit that he talked about his past manager, you know what I mean? And then when he was face to face with the guy, he's like real chummy with him. Yes, yeah, shit like that. Like playing grab ass with certain people at work, you know. Uh, it's one of those things where, yeah, it's kind of. So, yeah, I've had bosses or supervisors like that. And, you know, what? as an employee, what do you do? You know, talk to HR. Half of the time, HR is, you know, buddy buddies with the people that are in management, you know. Uh, what call a 1-800 number and get yourself blackballed or put a target on your back like what's what's the recourse to a toxic management environment and who do you talk to like do you know what I mean a lot of people are like well save up your money and get a better job well you know the, the problem is is that person is still in the position of of power in that place and the problem is is if the people that are working under them just want to do their job and get paid a certain amount then that that toxic manager is going to look good to the rest of his fucking peers which is kind of gross but that's just my opinion and like i said i've always been appreciative of all my jobs you know what i mean or places that i've worked um and the problem is with sometimes is you get hired on with certain people, those management people leave new management comes in that don't know you and they don't know what you've done for the company. And all of a sudden they're headhunting. You know what I mean? They want to seem like the tough guy. Um, and 90% of the time, like these guys hide behind their, their position in that company and they decide to talk down on people like they're not grown men you know what i mean and that's 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 a big problem with me when somebody doesn't talk to you or respect you like another human being and hide behind the fact that you can't take them out back and fucking not even out back but confront them outside and be like well you have like a toxic environment the problem is, is when a supervisor gets people fed up with their bullshit when somebody's like you know what i don't even want to argue with you no more like if you want to keep talking to somebody like that we're gonna talk about it like two fucking grown adults and there's certain shit you say that might get your ass kicked you know and i'm not saying violence i'm just saying like at a certain point you're say you're you're talking to another man and with a certain tone in your voice that you know sometimes like okay let's stop talking you know um but no like there was one time uh, there was one supervisor that got in there 
I think he got in there through like a program or some shit, right? But he was in the office. He was clerical type shit. And he was handing out some some tickets to, to workers that were working there. You know, fuck workers. And one guy, he was joking around. I'm guessing he was fucking joking around. But I was looking and he gave me my ticket. And he was going to give this other guy his ticket, give this other guy his ticket. And then one guy he was joking with, and he made it seem like he was going to hand him the ticket and he just fucking threw it at his feet. And he's a guy in management. You know what I mean? Now I looked at the fucking guy and I go, are you seriously going to fucking do that? And he looked at me. And I'm like, you better pick that shit up. That's not cool. Like, what the fuck are you doing? And he was like, oh, you picked it up. He thought it was funny. I'm like, it's not fucking funny, dude. You don't disrespect people like that. So he was like, oh, I was just joking. I'm like, well, I'm fucking not like pick it up, you know? And me being a coworker, not in management, like that's, I should probably not say shit, right? But at, at the same sense, it's like the certain point, like I said, you're, you're being, you're being rude, disrespectful, condescending, like, fuck, take your pick, you know? Um, I've seen at jobs where like nep nepotism fucking it's, it's underlined, you know, but it's there and you know that they're doing it. They know they're fucking doing it and it's, it's not supposed to happen, but who the fuck is there to stop them? You know, now this is just my little rant on certain toxic, toxic supervisors. And if anybody is toxic, like a toxic supervisor and he's listening to this just take it as a as a as a learning point from somebody that's worked under supervisors for a while you know what i mean um some of those people feel like they're trapped man like you know they might love their job they might like their job but the management makes it toxic the environment makes it toxic you know what i mean and it's up to the management to change that that work environment and half of the time it's the management that make it like that, you know, that allow shit to happen or they're in the sand in the, in the middle of the shit, you know? Um, now if somebody says something like they're probably the ones that got the target on their back because you're fucking with the status quo or, you know, whatever you want to call it, you know, uh, favoritism runs rampant in certain places. And some people are like, yeah, we fucking have favoritism. And others is like, I think that shit's illegal, but <laughs> I don't know. I might be wrong with that. You know, I don't know. Showing favoritism or nepotism and getting your friends and, and family. And hey, look, if they're not family, there's there's certain friends that are closer than fucking family. So at that sense, I still think it's nepotism. You know what I mean? Because you choose your fucking friends. You don't choose your family. You love them, but you'll you'll choose your friends. And that's closer than family on some people. You know what I mean? So I think nepotism with friends, that shit's more of a more of a a problem than nepotism with family members, you know. Um and the people that look the other way, but then all of a sudden when someone's son wants to work or whatever and they're like, No, we don't hire family I'm like, you know, motherfucker, you just hired best friends and you know they're best friends, you know. Um, that's the same fucking thing. Now I get it like Sometimes people are like management. They're like, well, the guy's cool. So let me just hire his friend too. That's one thing. But if they grew up together, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's another thing. That's straight up nepotism, uh, favoritism, shit like that. You know what I mean? 
There's also other times when shit I've seen when somebody says like, I think I got a target on my back or um, I think they're out to get me or, you know, shit like that. Like I've seen people where, oh, fuck, dude, it was like for them, it was always hard to to do their job, even though they were good at their job, only because management or a certain person in management got a little chip on their ass, didn't have the balls to say something out loud or to that person and just like resolve it as a fucking adult and and decide to go after the guy work-wise you know what i mean so like fuck with their production their productivity at that point i think the manager should get fucking fired because now they're they're kind of hindering production at a fucking company you know what i mean they're costing the company money but i've seen um people get so fed up with management fucking with their numbers um that they would write down their production you know, be it sales, be it uh, numbers on a mill, um, parts that they've made, you know what I'm saying? Or, or difficulties that they went through and then being dismissed because the supervisor didn't like you anymore. Uh, that's the type of toxic environment, you know what I mean? Because now you're not just doing your job to the best of your ability, but now you're fighting up a hill because your direct supervisor no longer likes you you know what i mean and half of the time these motherfuckers like i told one of my my leads back in the day uh and i like the guy you know what i mean i'm cool with them um as far as my part goes you know what i mean he might see me as in a different light but for me i I thought we were cool or i still think we're cool um i told him like everybody in a position of power has screwed somebody over in the pursuit of power in that in that in that road to power you know what i mean and i i heard that from i think it was arnold schwarzenegger he said it he's like everybody in a position of power is has a trail of people he's fucked over you know what i mean and he when i told that to my to my lead my soup my my supervisor lead he was like, no, I haven't fucked anybody over. I'm like, uh. <laughs> and then he thought about it. He was like, yeah, you're fucking right. You know what I mean? Uh, him, not directly, but somebody got fucked over because he got a position or he got lucky or something happened. You know, I'm not going to say exactly what people were saying about whatever, but uh, I got in trouble for it, you know, <laughs> but I and still to this day, I didn't fucking say what I got in trouble for somebody else said it out loud and I was the guy that would speak my mind. So they, they saw it easy to kind of put it on me, but anyways, water under the bridge, right? But there is those supervisors out there. You know what I mean? That, um, (laughs) that become friends or decide to hang out with you outside of work, which is all good and great. Like I have nothing, nothing wrong with that. And this is all my, my opinion. You know what I mean? especially this part if you have a supervisor that's cool with you and could go out have a beer with you uh that's cool but as long as the supervisor treats you accordingly at work not not accordingly like if he leaves work at work and and shit at home shit at home like i had supervisors come to my fucking house i've had their kids come to my house i've but then all of a sudden one day um, they might hang out with somebody that might not like me. And now 
it's more like that person that supervisor all of a sudden doesn't like you you know what i mean because they're trying to you know play nice with this, these other people and it's almost like a high school high school mentality you know and at that point it's like dude you don't have the fortitude of strength of of you know you don't have the fortitude to to distinguish that and to keep yourself you know separate from what these people or those people think and now you have to involve yourself with childish shit and not do your fucking job and now you're now you're affecting somebody else's job you know what i mean and uh it's shit like that 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 when that stuff starts happening it's like you you don't have you don't have what it takes to be in management you know what i mean you treat people fairly like i've ran into shit like that where I don't get along with certain people. It's not even I don't get along with certain people, but like I don't associate with certain people just so I don't have to uh, have issues with people. And that's seen as me not liking people. That's not the case. The case is like I have nothing, nothing to offer. There's no relationship there. So I don't got to kiss somebody's ass. And if the management person gets along with those people all of a sudden if those people have an issue with let's just say me it could be whoever right um if they have an issue with me it's almost like they take up the same like it's like i'm part of them so now we're not cool but you're in management so now you know what i'm saying it's now you're taking on a cause of somebody else for but you're now in a position of power over that person. And now it's, it's the issue. You know what I mean? I've seen that shit happen. Um, shit. I've seen that shit happen with guys and girls. You know what I mean? Where the girl is just kind of like, I've heard rumors, you know, that certain people are doing certain things at work. Um, I've heard of HR people doing shit with, workers <laughs> you know what i mean i heard of hr being relatives to people that work at certain jobs you know that's nepotism right there you're directly over a certain person that works for you and that shouldn't happen because then there's favoritism there's you know uh strings getting pulled you know somebody gets in trouble and you're in hr well you know that's kind of a conflict of interest from my point of view. I don't know. But like I said, I'm not giving up any names or any uh, places. Um, and if people are out there listening and they kind of think that's them, it might not be, man. Like I've, I've, a lot of these issues have happened multiple times throughout multiple, you know, jobs, job sites, uh, plants, you know, all this shit. But like I said, I'm just, talking about certain certain things that I'm not naming any names and like I said I've always been very grateful about all my jobs or positions that I've that I've held uh having said that everybody's always told me to start my own shit you know what I mean that uh I do good starting up my own uh business but that is that is it for this week uh, it'll, I'll keep it nice and short this time. Um, 
but yeah that's like toxic supervisors i guess uh, you know and a lot of these it's not like it was just my experience with people uh it was more like um uh things that people have told me and some things that did happen to me some things that i've seen some things that i've experienced you know other things that people have told me and uh you know there's still stories out there that that shit i've i've heard but so yeah so that's pretty much like toxic invite work environment toxic supervised uh bosses supervisors whatever you want to call it but uh so yeah so i hope everybody's doing good out there and uh like i said um subscribe from wherever you're listening and uh like and follow the ig all right thanks and i'll talk to you guys on the next one bye